Hello again. Today is Saturday, March March 2nd, 2024. It's approximately uh, 21.53 hours Central Time. I just finished uploading a couple of other episodes that uh, I had sitting in my library that I had not shared yet. Um, not my proudest moments, but a little bit more insight into who I am and um, perhaps a little bit more continuation of the story I've been telling uh, regarding uh, this divorce that I'm going through and um, there's a group online that I found um, through uh, groups.io uh, BPD Central, uh, BPD standing for Borderline Personality Disorder, and um, when I first found that group, uh, it was because of a book called Stop Walking on Eggshells, and I may have told that story previously, but I remember I, I remember saying that uh, reading that book was literally uh, reading my story. It was like the person had been sitting in our house, or somehow had insight into our house and everything that was going on, just spot on. And so, um, everybody else that's posting on there is living under the same situation or has been living under the same situation maybe not necessarily with their spouse uh, it could be with their one of their children it could be with their parents and um, but they all describe the same thing same types of behaviors same patterns same exasperation at not being able to find a way to uh, get along with this other person. Anyway, I had, uh, at the time when I first found them, you know, I was looking up information. I was keeping a journal, um, through doing my best to, uh, find as much positive reason for remaining married. And, when that all came apart because it was just impossible to maintain um you know I was posting to a lot of these folks on this online support group just uh probably what was coming across as very blunt uh maybe rude uh responses things like uh uh they're never gonna change mm get out now before it gets worse Um, and one of the last postings I put to that group was uh, what I had mentioned here before was that uh, I'd rather be alone after this divorce is over I don't see myself um, getting together with another person 
um, not at my age, you know, because they're going to come with their own prepackaged problems, grown kids and uh, in-laws of their own. And I don't want to be the step-grandpa, step-dad, none of that. You know, it's just uh, not, not, not something I want to participate in. So I posted that to this group and uh, was really taken aback, really humbled by the replies that I got from folks on this group. Uh, Nothing of like what I had been posting, Uh, just very kind, very supportive, very um, thoughtful words. and so, actually, one of those folks had uh, responded to me directly and recommended a book called a uh, book written by Margalis Fielstad, I believe is how you pronounce her name. Anyway, the title is Stop, Ter- Stop Caretaking the Borderline or Narcissist, How to End the Drama and Get On with Life. So I purchased that right away because... It came from a source of folks that were understanding to the situation that, you know, we're all in. And uh, I've just started reading it. I hope to find some good information in here, as uh, most of the other books that I've read, um, particularly the Stop Walking on Eggshells book, it starts off describing uh, what borderline personality disorder is. Um what narcissistic personality disorder is. And as I admitted, I had admitted previously, um, it is a, a mental disorder. It is, uh, it is a disability that those people that have it, um, from what I understand, uh, really have to go through a lifetime of treatment but they have to be they have to be actively pursuing that treatment they have to have recognized themselves that they have these disorders and are and do their best to work work with them or work their way out of them I I don't know how it works but it's funny because I uh, I enjoy watching uh, videos on YouTube particularly listening to podcasts. Uh, there's one channel on the YouTube. Uh, it's called the uh, Soft White Underbelly. In this particular episode, they're speaking to an uh, ex-Navy SEAL named Taylor Kavanaugh. And the video starts off with this man saying, um, the world is a fucking mirror, not a window. Uh, he says, we reflect what we project. And he says, if you're seeing anything narcissistic here, anything hateful, it's because you are in fact that. And I've always tried to look at myself and wonder if, if in fact, perhaps I was the problem or I somehow got the ball rolling that uh, put us in the situation we're in now. But, you know, I'm 
trying to manage the stress that is coming out of all of this. Like, for example, uh, I'm reading uh, Ryan Holiday's uh, book called The Daily Stoic. And uh, in one of those chapters, he uh, quotes that the he quotes the real source of harm. Uh, it isn't the one who has it in for you and takes a swipe that harms you, but rather the harm comes from your own belief about the abuse. So when someone rouses your anger, know that it's really your own opinion fueling it. And um, so I'm trying to be a little bit less reactive to some of the things that are going on, uh, some of the interactions I've had with my wife. Like, for example, um, recently I just paid for her uh, continuing education classes and I paid for her state license so she could uh, keep her cosmetology license because I need her to get a job. So she can pay her own bills, pay her own vehicle, just pay for herself. You know, if, if she didn't want me around, it's because she obviously thinks she can do better for herself. Okay. Um, you know, I'll, I'll go this far. I'll do my best to set you up for success. Here you go. Here's your license. Here's the requirements so you can keep your license. Go get a job. Because, uh, also recently, uh, she told me that uh, one of the tires on the on the SUV she drives, and this SUV is not a gift, never was a gift for her. It was an SUV that I bought for our family so that we could travel together safely, uh, a safe vehicle for my little girl as well, and a nice car for us to get around town. And uh, so recently she tells me that there was a a huge nail or a screw something in the side of the tire. She went to Discount Tire and they told her that they wouldn't repair it because uh, the place where this nail was, I didn't see it. And uh, so she drove straight to the dealership to have them replace the tire. Dealership said, well, one tire is going to cost you $300. And I was like, hell no. You know, I can buy a whole new set of tires for, you know, a couple hundred dollars more. I'm not going to pay $300 for one tire. So that's exactly what I did. I purchased a whole new set of tires for that vehicle. Uh, and then it was due for an oil change. It was due for the state inspection and registration. So I got all that done, you know, full tank of gas delivered it to her and this this was not so that my wife can have a nice vehicle to drive this is so that my daughter can have a nice vehicle to ride in something safe something uh, the best that I can provide for her not for my wife never and uh, so I'm providing I recognize my responsibility and um, here it was uh, also 
about a month before all of this, um, my wife had called uh, asking for help with buying groceries. My daughter had been staying with me and she was, my wife had been bugging for her to go back home. And so just before she was gonna go back home, my wife calls and starts saying she needs groceries for the house. You know, I'm telling her, so where's the child support money that I've been giving you? How come you can't buy groceries? And uh, she calls me back later. And I, I can't tell if this was true or she was making it up. I don't trust a word she says, but she has a way of getting at me by saying that, uh, or putting this in light of my daughter's well-being. But so anyway, she called me back later saying that um, her bank account was showing a negative balance, a negative $4 balance. And just the day before, a you know direct deposit from my payroll had gone in to her bank account, <laughs> nearly $800. And so she's telling me now that that money went towards a super negative balance and she was still negative $4 overdrawn on this account. You know, it just really just bothered me deeply that she has no care for keeping a budget, is incapable of keeping a budget and thinks that I'm a walking ATM or a walking uh, overdraft protection person. And I told her on the phone, I said, you're, you're overdrawn. So you're telling me that the entire child support check that or deposit that you just got went towards a completely, you know, several hundred dollars overdrawn balance. Uh, because she had already told me that, uh, or threatened anyway, that her uh, she had activated the overdraft protection on her debit card and knowing her the way i know her and as much as she likes to go and buy sweets you know buy pastries buy coffees buy food she i mean she'll go to h-e-b a grocery store buy groceries and still want to stop by the burger place on the way home to buy food to bring home. Like you just bought a trunk full of groceries and you still want to stop at the fast food place and get food. It makes no sense. But now that she's telling me that she activated this overdraft protection on her card, so she's going to these places, coffee shops, pastry shops, whatever it may be. Okay, you're buying $10 worth of pastries or a $5 coffee, whatever the case is, and you're overdrawn. Well, the courtesy pay is charging you $30 for every time they courtesy pay for your $5 coffee or your $10 donut, bag of donuts, you know, because you, you don't care. You have no responsibility you have had not you have not had to pay your own way um, for the things that you that you want 
and you think that I'm going to be held responsible for um, for your lack of interest, for your misbehavior, for your incapacity, inability to manage a budget. Uh, and I've, you know, I've had to, I've argued with her. I've said, what are you saving? Are you saving anything at all? Because it's not if there will ever be an emergency or a need for you to have funds in your somewhere saved in your pocket, in your closet, in your shoe, in the bank. It's not if it's ever going to happen. It's when it's going to happen. I'm not your walking ATM. I'm not your overdraft protection. And, you know, she, she gets offended and she cusses me out. She insults me. She puts me down and then she hangs up the phone and she does, has not done this just one time. And every time, you know, even now, I feel like a fool for having been doing my best to, you know, I say I'm doing it for my daughter, but she's indirectly benefiting from it. Um, And I have, I'm the one that has to, uh, I, I hope that this judge, whoever it is, can see that this person is just doesn't care and uh, will hopefully just get her out of my get her out of my pocket my financial pocket because I'm tired I'm just fed up with being the person that has to um, take care of her and then being treated like trash afterwards uh, just got our just got our uh, income tax return for the year for 2023. Um, I could have kept it all, but I gave her 50%. I gave her half that check because I suppose that's what the law requires or the court requires. I don't know. I just don't want the hassle of being accused of not providing, not being fair Um, I think I've been more than fair and I, I just want to move on with my life and have this person away from me and out of my financial pocket. Um, she can go and make her living. If she was so living such a good life before me, Hey, don't let me hold you back from it. Go back to it. You're free to go. (laughs) do whatever it is you, you think you, you're going to be able to do. Um, and because of this uh, um, $4 overdraft where my direct deposit of child support went towards a completely negative balance, supposedly, I don't know, I just I turned off direct deposit completely from my payroll. I... Uh, I cut her a cashier's check now every payday and I put it in her hands because if I am doing direct deposits and your bank account is overdrawn and my, the money that I'm earning and putting in your account responsibly is just getting literally flushed down the toilet and you're still negative, then you don't have the ability to provide for our daughter, not groceries, not clothes, not entertainment, nothing. 
So I am not going to be flushing my money down the toilet because of your inability to maintain a budget, manage your bank account, any of that. Here's a cashier's check. Drive your ass to the grocery store, wherever it is you need to go to cash it. And please save something because it's not, like I said before, it's not. If there's ever going to be a need or an emergency, it's when. And you're, you're not doing your part to show responsibility. She tries to tell me that uh, she was sending me texts uh, about city code, city ordinance on the, you know, how tall the grass, how the grass, the yard needs to be maintained. And it had been raining cats and dogs here recently, so the yard was out of hand. And I went over there and I mowed the yard. But I went on my schedule, not because she's used to calling and me reacting right away. Not anymore. I told her, I'll go on Saturday. But I just hired somebody to mow the front yard. I need $20. Well, that's not my problem. Uh, You hired him. You pay him. I'm not going to stop what I'm doing right now. I'm not going to leave work just to go give you $20 for somebody that you hired, that you hired. You figure it out. If you didn't save money, that is not my problem. I don't know how you're going to take care of that. Yeah, and it's been, it's been fucking ridiculous. So, yeah, it's, uh, I've been saying in the past how I was managing my stress, trying to maintain myself through exercise, through journaling, through seeing a counselor. Mm, Pretty much all that has kind of fallen to the wayside. But I haven't forgotten. You know, every day I think about I need to work out. Every day I think about I used to write in my journals. I used to keep notes on good, uplifting, positive ideas and quotes and stories and uh, so and I used to talk into this thing regularly uh, to vent and get some of these some of this stress off my shoulders um, recently I had some uh, last minute doctor visits with my little girl um, so I was missing work I was sending chat messages saying my daughter's not feeling well I need to take her to the doctor and I'd be gone for a few hours I'd come back I'd work late to try and make up the time that I had been out and that went on for like a week maybe a week and a half and my wife is infamous for making appointments and then not keeping them so she told me she had made an appointment with a uh, ear nose and throat specialist for a Friday morning at 10 30 and this, she told me this like two days before. So um, the day came, I got ready, sent a message on the chat saying, uh, my daughter has a 1030 appointment, I gotta go. My little girl called me just a few minutes later and I asked her, so I thought you had an appointment today. No, they got canceled. Oh, shit, okay. So I went back to chat, I said, never mind. I'm, I'm not gonna go anywhere, the appointment got canceled. My boss called me right away. My supervisor called me immediately saying, you know, what's all this you've been missing? And uh, so I, you know, what's going on with you? And I hadn't told him anything about this situation. I hadn't told him that I'm getting divorced, nothing. 
And uh, so I just told him outright, I said, look, you know, my little girl has been sick. Uh, I can't get any cooperation from my wife. This is what's going on. I'm going through a divorce. She does this, she does that. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to take care of my daughter. So I turned into a big stink. Um, I got put into another role that pretty much felt like um, I got kicked back to the starting line from where I was. Um, I had started this, this role about a year ago. Was still learning the ropes, still getting up to speed with it. Very challenging. And uh, now my focus got kicked to, uh, to another role and that I've got to start learning from scratch again. Mm, it was a little upsetting, but trying to step back and apply some of this thinking, like uh, what I said about Ryan Holiday's uh, the Daily Stoic and the Stoicism uh, wisdom, I guess you could call it, uh, philosophies that he shares. Uh, I had to stop and realize that I should be grateful. I should be grateful that uh, I didn't lose my job, that I am still able to provide. Um, and so, you know, life is, uh, what is it? Life deals you lemons. So trying to make some lemonade. And so that, uh, that is what I've been going through. I've been having some uh, impulses to update here again and share a little bit more and vent a little bit more about uh, what I've been experiencing. April 1st of this year is supposed to be our final court date. Uh, It got rescheduled from the Monday of Thanksgiving week last year, November 2023. Um, we had all, my attorney sent me an email saying you're scheduled we're scheduled to be in court on Monday and uh, the week before I called him up to ask uh, you know what do we need to talk about what do we need to get straight what do we need what's the uh, plan for this coming Monday and he said oh that got rescheduled your wife's attorney rescheduled it for April 1st of 2024 for a jury trial and uh, talking to my wife she said that she had no idea that it had been rescheduled I, and I have a hard time believing that and part of me wishes I had not even mentioned it because it would have been perhaps more in my favor uh, for her to not be present <clears throat> because she's changed her cell phone number God knows how many times um, uh, I'm under uh, the Rule 11 agreement the temporary orders agreement says that I'll pay for internet and cell phone and um, she says that her phone is broken so she refused to install the communication app that we both signed on this agreement that she would no longer text me and she would no, no longer call me because all of her texts, all of her calls are just insulting and uh, degrading. And, you know, I just, I figured I better take advantage of this temporary orders 
to put an end to that so I can, you know, hopefully have a little less stress from her and her abusive ways. But she says her cell phone is broken. She never installed the app. She's been blowing up my phone, just bugging the hell out of me. And, uh, you know, uh, she says her phone broke. I said, well, go back to Spectrum. Tell them your phone is broken. You need a warranty repair or you need a replacement. She says they won't honor that. So this person, she went to freaking T-Mobile, bought another phone somehow. And then one day, uh, T-Mobile calls me on a three-way call saying, Jennifer says that you're going to pay her bill at $140. I was like, uh-uh, nope, nope, not going to do it. I just paid over $200 for internet and uh, Spectrum mobile service. I'm not going to pay another $140 for T-Mobile just because she takes it upon herself to go open accounts wherever she pleases. No, I'm not that stupid. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that some of this behavior I can, uh, I need to start putting together some sort of uh, list of things that she's done just a concise list that can be gone over real, real quick. The um, ad litem attorney said that there's no way she can afford a jury trial. And that statement alone makes me wonder, what the hell do you mean she can't afford a jury trial? What, what, is, how, what the hell does a jury trial cost? You know? Um, and, and on top of that, why the hell is my attorney allowing this rescheduling to occur over and over and over again? The, who, who puts an end to this? She gets to drive this and just drag it out for fucking ever. I'm so tired of it. And uh, I just, I just want to be left alone. Um, I just want my daughter to visit and uh, take care of her the best of my the best of my ability and see her happy and I, I don't want to deal with this insane person anymore but yeah gotta go read some more Ryan Holiday some more stoicism well thanks for listening talk to you later